Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabih wa ala man tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yawmiddin wa ba'd. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Brothers and sisters, we'll be speaking on the performance of Eid at home. As no doubt, we had Ramadan in isolation. And insha'Allah, the guidelines that we'll discuss will guide you insha'Allah to doing that which is best. So we're living in exceptional times, no doubt. Uh, we've seen many things that we would not otherwise see. Performing jama'ah the way that we do today, for those of you who are praying in the masajid or have the chance to pray in the masajid, you'll find that there are sizable gaps between each musalli and the next. You as well have, subhanallah, uh, the issue of wearing masks, face masks, during salah. Now, although this is inappropriate, yet we find people doing this. Why? And is this lawful? Well, we have a guideline. Sheikh Walid bin Rashid al-Sa'idah and Hafizullah mentioned this important guideline. And it pertains to all ibadah that are affected by COVID-19. It states, يُقَالُ فِي بَابِ الْحَاجَةِ مَا لَا يُقَالُ فِي بَابِ الْإِخْتِيَارِ What is said during times of ease is unlike what would be said during times of difficulty, and hardship. This no doubt is derived from the guideline that dire needs would legalize the unlawful. Likewise, that a pressing need would be similar to a dire need. Yeah, and the difference here is that one is life and death and one doesn't reach that level but it's very difficult to deal with. So social distancing, not standing shoulder to shoulder, these are no doubt uh, issues that do come up but they will be dealt with in light of this. If we can say that social distancing would preserve life and protect one, then no doubt, alhamdulillah, it would fall under this guideline. You do the best that you can, and inshallah, you'll be rewarded on account of your effort that you've put forth. So now looking at the Eid Salah, brothers and sisters, what or how should one perform the prayer? Is Eid required during this time? Well, this takes us to one issue that I think is quite important. What is the ruling of Eid Salah in general? No doubt, this is an area of khilaf. You have, you know, differing opinions among the ulama. Uh, you have ulama who state that it's a wajib upon every individual. So everyone must perform the prayers. That's the Eid Salah. Then you have some ulama who would go a degree less saying that it is fardu kifaya. But if some do it, the rest would not be required to do it. And then you have the third opinion, which is held by many scholars, that it is sunnah mu'akkada and emphasized sunnah. I'm not going to go into the details of each of these opinions, but rather we should look at the Salatul Eid not being as a simple prayer that you can put aside and think of as being less important. This Salah is very important. And I would recommend everyone perform the prayer. Now the question does come up, how? Well, if you have a jama'ah in the masjid, as we said, many do already have, then you can pray with them, alhamdulillah. But if in the case, you, your city does not have a masjid that is performing the prayer, the question that will come up then is, can we perform the prayer uh, in our homes? Now, this is not, once again, an area of khilaf, a nazila, which means an issue that was never discussed before. And uh, we do find some reference to this matter. This is indirect reference for those who, for example, were uh, for, forgot to perform the prayer. They slept in or they missed the prayer. The scholars discussed whether they can perform the prayers at home. The biggest evidence we have here is what Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anh did when he missed the prayer. He got his family together and they performed the prayer in their home. 
so this is the issue of performing the prayer at home, and I would recommend that everyone do this, alhamdulillah, to revive that sunnah, to keep it alive. And no doubt, praying at home with your family when you cannot perform prayer in the masjid would keep the spirit of Eid alive within our families, which is very important. So that said, the next question that does come up is, are we required to give a khutbah? The khutbah of Eid, as you know, is not a wajib. It is a sunnah. So in that sense, you're not required to perform or to give the khutbah. Rather, the prayer itself would suffice. That's why you find with Anas ibn Malik, عن, he did not uh, give a khutbah or ask the khutbah be given, then perform the prayer. Rather, the prayer was offered and that was it. So we can do the same as well. Uh, you're not required to give that khutbah. Walillahilhamd. Now, brothers and sisters, uh, the next issue that uh, comes up, and this is quite important as well, is in terms of how to perform the Eid Salah. Now, this is a Turaka Salah. You've all performed it many times, but now that you're doing it yourself, there are a few things you should keep in mind. First off, this Salah is like any other prayer. What distinguishes it is that you're making the extra takbir. If you happen to forget the extra takbir, then there's no problem. Continue with the prayer. Your prayer is acceptable. Alhamdulillah. If you've missed it out, this would not negate the reward of the prayer. So in essence, you'll be performing this prayer with the extra takbir, seven and five. Uh, if you add it, the scholars do indicate that this would then become eight for the first rak'ah and six for the second rak'ah. So what that means is that you would say Allahu Akbar takbiratul ihram and then follow it with seven takbir. And then afterwards, you recite al-Fatiha, then you can recite sabbih isma rabbika al-a'la. And you finish the prayer, that rak'ah, as you would normally finish a rak'ah in prayer. For the second rak'ah now, you get up, you would then say Allahu Akbar five times after that initial takbiratul intiqal. That's the takbirah you say from moving from one position to the next. So after that, you would follow with five takbir. And then recite al-Fatiha, and then hal ataka hadithul ghashiyah. In this way, your Eid prayer would be complete bi-idnillahi ta'ala. Now, brothers and sisters, uh, the last thing that I want to add here is the important advice for the Eid. We should not allow this day to pass like any other day. And we should not mark it with sin as some might do, Allahumma'stad. This is not a day to party and do haram and to get back to a lifestyle that is inappropriate. No. This is a time wherein we're to be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for having enabled us to complete this month, the month of Ramadan, in spite of all the difficulties, all the challenges, the hardships that we faced, we're now at the very end. And for that we say, Alhamdulillah, So in essence, when you perform the Eid prayer and you show that you know gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a lawful way, and you are show that kindness to your family, to give them that happiness, whatever that might be, giving them gifts, to make them take them out for a drive, whatever the case be, alhamdulillah, whatever you can, whatever you're allowed to do, more or less in accordance with the guidelines, the health guidelines of your city, do it, take them out and really show them that good time for them to be, you know, happy during this auspicious occasion. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of you and grant you khair in dunya and in the akhirah. Wa jazakumullahu khairah. Do I feel that the New York police are providing enough protection or do I have to have protection of my own? I look for protection from Allah.